Thank you for listening to the Tatnus Podcast on the Tatnus Co. Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A Mercedes kind of sentiment, luxury, and trust in me to honor the free we all should be in. Sees my son's outburst into yin and yang, right? And that's me and you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Tatnus Podcast. Thanks again for listening. We're going to talk about what's been going on lately in the Tatnus Co. world, man. It's been crazy. Lots of projects, lots of new things, expansions, all that great shit, man. Alright, so things have been busy here on our end. That's why we've been a little bit sporadic with the whole fucking doing the show thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, just we've been swamped, essentially. Um, and I know I promised more consistency, so we're, we're trying to get back to, like, normal. Yeah. I, I guess, to some degree. Mm-hmm. But... For anyone that doesn't know by now, there's a documentary being made about my life and career and all that crazy shit, so it's kind of been taking up a lot of the the fucking time around here. Yeah. It's been invasive as fuck, but it's it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, like, that's how this works. It's going to be honest as hell, so... It's not going to be some fabricated bullshit, Mm -hmm. blown sunshine up my ass. It's going to be honest. I make sure of that. Oh, for sure. It's not going to be, you said, an hour and a half long ass-kissing session. No, I can't stand that. You know what I mean? Um, So, it'll be real, it'll be honest, and that's what makes it invasive, but it's... You know, I wasn't going to do it. I know it was like a year ago, last year, when I fucking announced that I kind of greenlit this whole thing, and things kind of got thrown to the wayside a little bit, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it was something I was a little on the fence about whether or not I was going to do it and eventually I just said you know what fuck it I'm going to do it because you spend your whole fucking life with certain people that have had no part of your life whatsoever except you know the occasional contact and they want to act like they know fucking everything about your life they want to tell people whatever the fuck their view is as if it's the truth and things like that and it finally gets to a point where it's like, if anyone's going to tell my fucking story, it's going to be me. Because oh. then it's going to be told properly. Because, you know, I'm the one that lived it. So, uh, I'd really rather fucking do this myself instead of people just putting their fucking speculation and conjecture out there. And trying to convince people that it's fact. Yeah, when it's really not the truth. It's best to come from the source itself. Right. And, you know, it just got to a point where it's like, nobody can tell my fucking story for me. So, let's just do this. And, uh, therefore... It was kind of like, green light, let's go, we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm a control freak in (laughs) in many senses of the word, like, in terms of um, just wanting to be hands-on with everything that pertains to my business or to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just who I am. Like, I see the art side to it, and it's like, I want to do this, and I want to do that. And uh, I want to be sure that things are being told properly, so I decided that uh, it's time to expand again. <laughs> and uh, so Tatnus Co. Studios is now a thing. Yes, it where is. Where we are now um, operating fully on any kind of films, which is really cool. It's exciting. It's fun. So I will have my hand in a lot of the process, overseeing everything and mm-hmm. making sure I'm not the most technology fucking savvy motherfucker. I'm about as technologically sound as a fucking Mennonite, so <laughs> um, obviously that's not my department, but I do have my input. Well, don't discredit yourself there. I mean, I, I'm i usually the one that's the tech uh, guru in that, but I've taught you basics for a lot of programs we use to produce, like the show and different art pieces and whatnot, and you take what I show you and you run with it to levels that I can't reach, so... Don't discredit discredit yourself, man. Like, seriously. (laughs) Well, like I said, I think it's just um, anything that I can kind of um, manipulate my brain into viewing artistically and take it and view it like as an art form, I somehow manage to learn more that way than I would if you were to pitch it to me as like fucking technology. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I don't do nerd speak. I don't understand none of that shit. You might as well be speaking fucking Japanese because I won't understand a word of it. (laughs) But if I can convince my brain to view it as an art form, then I start to pick it up. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. start to kind of 
be able to put things together like, okay, if I do this, this happens. And if I just modify this a little bit, this will change. And I just start to get creative with it. And uh, I start to get more comfortable with like, huh, what's this do? If I fucking play with this for a second, what will happen? You know what I mean? When you first come into it, it's like you're afraid that if you move the wrong bar the certain way or oh, something, God. you're going to bomb a fucking country. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, the worst that's going to happen is you're not going to like the desired fucking, you know, you're not going to get the desired result. You're not going to like the outcome. Yeah. And then you just hit undo and fix it. So it's like, what's the big deal? Don't. Exactly. It's not the end of the freaking world. When I start out, I look like I'm fucking diffusing a bomb. I'm sweating and I don't know what to do. Well, isn't that all of us when we're learning something new? We're, like, terrified in uh, that? I'm just... No, I, I mean, for me, it's just I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to begin, like, what to fuck with first and learn. But as I get the basics down, I just start to go from there, and I start to see it as, okay, so this is what I want this to look like next. How mm. do I make that happen? Yeah. And then I figure it out, and I just get fucking creative with it. Yeah, you know, and it really brings a great appreciation to... People that do this for a living or who have perfected the craft, it's like, my God, like I remember being in high school and, you know, and during this time, tech classes and video editing classes started to become a thing. I'm sure they're mainstream now in today's high school classes. And I'm like, man, I have appreciation for what these cats can do. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I have a newfound respect for sure for like any kind of editors and shit like that because, uh. That, that shit, man. You take the raw footage and you fucking play with it. And it's like, and this is what you get? That's fucking crazy. It's super cool. So. I mean, you and I both have looked at, we've worked the same program, kind of like learning from each other. And it's like, there's so much more we haven't even touched upon. Like color bounce and all that. Like I said, mad props to people that do this for a living and take what is so basic and make it great yeah i know i've been shown so much and it's just a trip and i the more i'm shown the more i'm like let me do this let me jump in there and fucking have fun with this and like i, I just decide like i want to learn and uh, it's just gonna be pitched to me the right way you know what i mean when you show me what it looks like and like i see it as an art form and then i i'm totally into learning but if you start talking to me about all the technical bullshit i'm like i don't know what any of that fucking means therefore my brain just kind of like shows no interest anymore well i think that's like with anything that anyone does if it's not something that interests them you just kind of shut off and you're like what you know yeah i mean it is what it is um i personally fucking view things as an art form and that's how i learn better but the other people they might view things a different way and maybe the technical shit means more to them than it would to me, where if you don't use the technical proper terms and shit, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They want you to speak properly and in terms <laughs> of, like, the fucking terminology. And for me, it's like, I don't know what any of that shit means. But, yeah. but show me physically what you're doing, and I'll be able to mimic that until I understand why I'm doing it. And then when I know why I'm doing it, it makes sense to me, so I know when to apply it and why and uh, what i can expect the outcome to be mm -hmm. so it's been cool man absolutely i mean i'm much of a visual learner myself i have to be shown that but it's you know it makes you think the human brain's amazing isn't it that how we're all different and we learn different ways yeah i mean i've always learned that way i'm always going to be a hands-on type and a visual learner mm -hmm. and i think it's because that's what fuels my passion for things like i when i get into something i get real fucking passionate about it and I get a vision in my head and it has to be that vision or else the something will just eat at me until it gets done right. And it's perfected. Right. So I, I feel like seeing things visually happen is what kind of builds that up for me and makes me interested. It makes me care. Because um, otherwise, you know, if you're just going to talk at me, my, my fucking listening is going to like fade in and out <laughs> because I, my eyes glaze over and I'm like I don't know what any of this means so now I don't care so it becomes kind of like you know the adults on Charlie Brown where they're like wah, wah, basically wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but like if you show me that artistic side of my brain just like lights up and it's like I'm interested let's do this mm -hmm. and then I just want to jump in and take over so I'm probably a pain in the ass to like anybody involved <laughs> but you know I, I think it's important to care about what what's going on, especially when it regards your fucking life and your story. And in, in a lot of ways, it's going to be a lot of, you know, 
my son's story as well, and he isn't here to tell it, so uh, it has to be handled properly. Of course. And so I, I obviously care about that deeply, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's being handled very well. So. I think so, too, from... What you've shown me, what you've got so far, it's great. Can I just fucking say how weird it is, though, to have contributions of, like, people's opinions coming in of you, you know, through video and things like that from places like Birmingham, Alabama, the UK, New York, um, and potentially others. It's, uh, it's kind of fucking crazy. It is. You know what I mean? Um, I'm so honored to have people fucking interested in doing it, and, um, you know, uh, the people have been solid, and uh, it's just been an honor, man, what they had to say. Uh, I always tell everybody, if you got something to contribute, it doesn't have to be positive, it can be fucking negative, it doesn't have to be flattering to me, as long as it's honest, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want this to be honest, so I need somebody to shout a fucking, you know, shout out a video here and there. Just burying my ass. <laughs> Talking about what a pain in the ass I can be to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's willing to fucking do it. Bunch of bastards. Oh, come on now. But what is there negative to say? About oh, there's plenty. Come on. I'm a fucking human being like anybody else. My shit fucking, you know, I'm like anybody else. It, it's not going to be a DVD of blowing smoke up my ass and making everything seem great. Oh, uh, Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like somebody's documentary. Uh Uh, anyways i'm not getting back into her no (laughs) but uh fuck man it's just been overwhelming and then the other day i'm out and i get this message on instagram from somebody from sounder who i have the utmost respect for I, i fucking gave them a shout out already for being so awesome and they're like, oh, we're not done with you yet, dude. We're going to fucking be doing a, a newsletter where we're shouting you out and that, too. And I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. I love it. I appreciate that so much. So they'll be mentioned in the documentary as well because that was such a cool honor to be mentioned yeah. uh, in an article and now a fucking newsletter. And, man, it's just cool. It's so much love. Like, thank you. Man. And they deserve the same in return, man. They've done some big things. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Uh, I just thought it was really cool, and um, to have editors of so many big name, you know, magazines and and things like that, just saying I respect your work and I dig what you do, and it's cool, man, you know. And uh, recently, if you haven't checked it out, I was on Just Chillin' podcast with Miguel. That was dope. What a fucking pro! Oh yes. Like I, I have no words for what a pro this cat is. Like he did his homework. And uh, there's actually clips of that in the documentary because he was so solid and so professional and really dug deep to fucking learn and kind of have things to talk about and know his shit and didn't want to fucking come across with bad information or anything that was just hearsay or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a blast, man. I enjoyed the fuck out of that. That was probably my favorite guest spot I've done so far because it was just a blast, and he was so pro. Oh. He, he was prepared. He had plenty to say. Oh, he definitely did, and I mean, I listened to the show myself, and I was like, man, it feels so natural, and then he's definitely been like a big contributor to the um documentary in that he's actually submitted a video clip he's given permission for clips of the show to be included he's been great and yeah man. like i said very professional if you guys haven't had the chance check out just chilling podcast with miguel on uh soundcloud yeah excellent excellent show it's a fucking honor to have someone of that caliber of professionalism to you know fucking say that they're a fan of what i do um it means a lot and uh you know it, it's just cool Anytime somebody out there is doing their thing and they're like, yo, I respect what you do and I, I want to fucking learn more from you and take business to another level, shit like that, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's a huge honor. That's a compliment. Mm-hmm. That's high praise, man, and I dig that. I really appreciate that. So um, it's just really cool to see how many people are willing to kind of come forward and be like, yo, this is my experience with this cat or I'm a fan of this cat for this reason or whatever. And parts of the world that you haven't even been to, it's like, what a trip, mm-hmm. you know? And it's super cool. And it's a high honor, man. Let me just say that. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, 
just what he had to say in that, just as a businessman perspective. Like, he wants to, you know, learn more from you in that. And I think that's just such an amazing honor. It's high praise, man. And then to be a fan of what I do and shit like that. And here I am, like, blown away by how pro he was because... You know, uh, if you look at how many shows he's done, he obviously hasn't been doing this forever, mm-hmm. but he takes his inspiration from some of the best to ever do it. You know what I mean? We're talking Letterman. He even said Arsenio Hall, Larry King. You know, like, these cats have been doing this for time. They're pro. And that's who he molds himself after is what they do and their professionalism and the way that they always know what they're talking about. And uh, it was impressive, you know. He really did his homework and hit me with some questions. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And we just got so into it, as you were saying, like it seemed natural because we had such chemistry that he was like, man, I got questions I didn't even get to yet, and we're at a time. You know what I mean? And we ran longer than he normally does. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, that was a blast. And uh, we'll probably be doing it again sometime. I want him on my show oh, yeah. as a guest just to uh, return that favor and kind of expose him to my listeners because I think he's great and I think he really deserves to be checked out because his content is always on point. Mm-hmm. And you guys are like so alike, like your interest in that. That's why I think there's such great chemistry. Yeah. You know, and even you know. off the air, you guys have been corresponding back and forth and it's just like talking to a friend you've had for such a long time. Hell yeah, you know? And then you got Scotty from NY, uh, who fucking is going to be shooting a video um, with his opinions on his experiences with me. And it's like, that's cool, man. That dude's solid. Um, man, it's just crazy to see the people that have something to say that they want to contribute to this documentary. So mm-hmm. you get to kind of see who they are, check out what they do as well. But uh, the expansion thus far, it's been a snowball effect with this fucking company, man. And I'm I'm about it. Mm-hmm. I, I just love being able to just do that shit and say, you know what? Fuck it. We're doing this now. We're going to change gears. We're going to expand the, and build the empire bigger. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think if Madden could see what the fuck this has become <laughs> from where it started, yeah, he'd be tripping. So Absolutely. Um, just- I, I hope he's proud of this shit. Oh, I'm sure he is. I mean, it's just crazy, like you said, just watching it grow day by day. Yeah, I mean... In less than a year, in fact, how much growth. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I figured why stop at being, you know, at a certain level when you could just fucking keep going, you know? And uh, so this is going to be cool. And we're having a blast with it. So uh, the expansion's been smooth. It's been great. It's kind of evolving day by day. It's mm-hmm. getting further and further into uh, what it's going to be. So I've had a blast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been really busy. It's been hectic, of course. I've been taking some shit from people that are like, oh, you're too big to fucking talk to us now, huh? <laughs> I'm like, man, I haven't even had time to get my own damn show out, to, you know, this week. So... Uh, bear with me. <laughs> if you're somebody that I call my fucking friend, please bear with me because I've been swamped and I'm doing my best trying to make time. Yep. And, uh, you know, living on messenger and shit's not really my thing. No. Um, so, I mean, everyone knows this by now. I, I'm, I come across like anti-social as fuck, but I am just so busy all the time and when I get focused into anything that I view as art, like, I zone out, and I forget to eat. I forget to fucking, you know... Sleep or whatever. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, I'm up till 5 in the morning just doing this shit and perfecting it. And it may not even be a lot done. I'll get some art done that's, like, for the show or for the website or whatever the fuck. Um, or contributions for the documentary. Whatever the fuck it is. And... It'll be like eight hours go by, and it's like, that's what you've done in all that time? But it's like, show me a flaw in it, because I've fucking made it a point to work at it until my vision is complete. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I don't know how to get a certain aspect of my vision out and done, I figure it out, because it's not complete until everything that I see in my head is out there and fucking, you know, a part of it. Yeah. So nothing will be lacking and uh, nothing will get released until everything's perfect. So um, it's been a blast. It's been a lot of work. And I get very, very easily uh, buried in it. And 
I forget to sleep or eat or talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) I forget that people message me and, you know, I'm a terrible fucking friend like that, I guess. But it has nothing to do with thinking I'm too big to talk to anybody, I assure you. No, it's just you get busy, man. and You've seen it. I zone out. I get really fucking, like, you know, tunnel vision, I guess, uh, in a way, where all I see is the finished product, and I have no clue what's going on around me. The building could be on fire, and you'd be like, that's cool. Yeah, this is fine. Just let me fucking <laughs> do my work. Scream a little quieter, people. Uh, you're distracting me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, it's no offense to anyone. It's just you get so focused you just forget everything that's going on in the world around you, that the sense of time and everything is just gone. Right. I don't think people actually mean anything by it. I think they're just taking the piss when they're like, oh, too good to talk to me now. You're too big of a deal mm-hmm. to talk to us little people, blah, blah, blah. Cause yeah, you got they're a just documentary. having fun with you, man. Yeah, people are documenting your life and shit, so you're too good to talk to us little people. Fuck off. <laughs> like, I know they're taking the piss. It's just uh, I do kind of bury myself in my work and... Uh, it happens and you know also when doing a documentary you don't want to be living on your phone you know oh yeah <laughs> it's not a good luck um no it, it, it's not well in general too i mean i get it we're still in this lockdown and that and people are like well what else we got going on it's like well you know yeah uh for me the answer is always the same i got a lot going on just look at the website and it's constantly changing and evolving it's constantly fucking new shit the business itself is constantly evolving into different uh, avenues we don't just do clothing anymore no it's a fucking radio network now and a fucking film studio Mm -hmm. so yeah i've kind of been busy you know what i mean it's not like i have a team of 50,000 fucking employees that can do a bunch of stuff for me. I try to keep the staff level minimal. I have my personal assistant. I have, you know, my producer and shit like that. Sure. Mm -hmm. But again, when you're hands on like a motherfucker, I, I don't know. I look at stuff like WWE, for example. When you relinquish too much control, that's when it goes to shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone talks about the stories were back, you know, better back in the day when Vince McMahon and one other person were writing. And then they go and get a whole writing team, and now it's fucking garbage. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I guess I, I learn from other people's mistakes in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I just, I have to have that creative, hands-on control. And it probably makes me a pain in the ass, I'm sure. But, uh... <laughs> No. It gets the job done the way I want it done. So then there's no one to blame but myself if it turns out shit. Exactly. So You know, I can't fucking point the finger at anybody else because I'm so hands-on. It's like, oh, you did it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have full control of your product and your creativity. So I don't see anything wrong with it, man. Uh, and it keeps you busy. Yeah, I mean... It keeps your brain strong, too, I think, learning how to do shit. Oh, hell yeah. And just kind of pushing the artistic envelope in a sense, you know. Um, But, you know, it's it's been a lot of work. And it's been emotional. It's been uh, frustrating at times. It's, you know, there's a lot of heavy shit. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. If we're going to talk about this documentary, I'm going to warn people right now... It's fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna fucking be heavy because my life was very heavy. There's a lot of dark shit in it. There's a lot of you know the hard shit that I had to deal with in life. But I don't want people to get the impression that it's all gloom and doom and it's gonna be some big depressing fucking thing. It's gonna have its entertainment and hilarity to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have fun regardless of what kind of life I've had. I have a lot of fucking fun. I enjoy life. You know what I mean? I I make the best of things, and I have a blast, and I'm an idiot. So (laughs) you'll see a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Trust me. You're going to fucking see me having a blast in spite of everything. What do I have to complain about? Nothing. With the way life turned out in the end, I busted my ass regardless, and I fucking now have all this. Like People give a fuck enough about my existence and my life and the path that I've gone down that they want to fucking see a documentary about it. Um, what do I have to complain about? That's crazy that people that don't even know you want to know more about you because of what you do for a living and they want to fucking, you know, they're fans and they want to know more about your personal life and about you as a human being. Why would I complain about that? You you know, I don't want to ever seem ungrateful or bitter or jaded 
and feel like that's a problem. Yeah, of course not. So you'll see me having a blast, too. And you'll see what I'm talking about. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a big kid. <laughs> you know, I have fun. I do stupid shit that entertains me. So. Well, it entertains me and others. That's for hell sure. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not all seriousness and gloom and doom and depressing. Yes, there's going to be heavy shit. Of course. But there's also going to be some fucking hilarious fun shit in it that, uh, you know, breaks the, the fucking monotony of the, the negative mood. But. You're going to have to expect that heavy shit because it's real. It's life. It's life as I know it. Uh, you know what I mean? And it might be heavier to you because maybe your life was a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, you look at you, for example, your life compared to mine. Two fucking... We, we come from the same areas for the most part. Mm-hmm. And our lives like almost crossed paths so many times back in the day. But my life was like fucking completely different than yours like polar opposites right you know what i mean where you had this family union you know unit and all that and i had the complete opposite you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i had a really dark fucking life and yours was obviously better and more sheltered Mm -hmm. um but yet you can relate to some of the shit you understand Mm because you've known me a minute now Mm -hmm. and uh so i mean it's gonna hit you a little bit different than it would me for me it's normal for me, it's not that heavy or dark because it's like it's all I know. I have nothing to compare it to except for, you know, what I imagine other people's fucking better lives were like, mm-hmm. um, you know, that were more pleasant. But I don't know. I have nothing to compare it to, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But an outsider's perspective, it might hit them a little harder. Well, I mean, when I first heard the stories, I mean, like you said, we've known each other for quite some time, and you've told me stories off the cuff and that, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, uh, you went through this, a person went through this, like, it's shocking, but again, like you said, perspective. Yeah, I think what hits people, too, is that it seems relentless, like it never fucking stopped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like constant loss and tragedy and, you know, hard shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's all I know. And it's like, you know, you think, you know, one good thing goes right, and it's like, nope, nope, you get kicked down again and again. It's like, it's so sad. But, you know, again, like you said earlier, it's not all doom and gloom. There is some bright sides to this, and you have a sense of humor about it. I mean, like you said, this is your life. This is all you know. So you make the best of a situation. I know, and I think people sometimes think I don't take it seriously. It's like, no, I just don't feel sorry for myself. No. Like, what do you mean by I don't take it seriously? Like, you know, if I was to take it too seriously, I'd probably not be here today. You know what I mean? I probably would have just fucking ended it. But, uh, you know. But thankfully you didn't. You're still here. To to fucking take it too seriously is a detriment. But, you know, to say I don't take it seriously, it's like, what am I going to do about it? it? It's the fucking hand I was dealt, and I made the best of it, and I came out the other side of it successful. And obviously fucking have enough notoriety that... Fans want to see a fucking documentary about it all, so what do I have to be upset about? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's always going to be a part of my life. It's always going to be in the back of my mind. Yeah, there's going to be some scars that fucking never heal, but, you know, at the same time, I'm still breathing. I'm still here, and I get to enjoy a lot of things in life, so what the fuck would I be upset about and take it that seriously that I feel sorry for myself? I don't know. It's just You're not me. You're not about that. It's no. not who I am. You know, I don't believe in it. You go through shit at the time. Sure, you're going to wallow in it a little bit because it sucks. It's hard to get through. Mm -hmm. But once you're through it, why go back and live in it? Exactly. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense to me. No, and it's counterproductive when you think about it. It really is. So I try not to bother with that. Absolutely. All right, so what else we got going on? Um, Alex did uh, from UK uh, and the... The uh, US-UK network, he's uh, got a lot going on himself, but he's contributed to the video uh, for the documentary. And um, I, sh- I am scheduled to be, as, as it is now, as it stands now, May 16th, I will be on his show. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. I'll let you guys know once we really solidify that date. Yeah. And... Uh, I know he's got his network, you know, the US-UK network. Um, So he's still ironing out a few wrinkles and getting it all perfected. That's why, you know, 
it seems a little ways away, but like you said, maybe it'll come sooner than that, but that's what's penciled in right now. Yep, you know, that was the time frame he's got open. I think he's got a lot of stuff lined up in the meantime, Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of squeezing me in. And um, I'm happy to do it. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been talking about it for a long time. Even he said, like, it's inevitable. We have to work together. We're going to. It's already in talks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's uh, someone I have a great deal of respect for. And he's been nothing but kind, you know, in these video fucking packages he sent in for the documentary. Apparently he's had some really kind shit to say. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate that, man. That's fucking awesome. It's an honor to be respected like that amongst people from all over the world it's fucking heavy oh, heck it's crazy yeah. so you know shout out to him thank you for doing this shit man that's really cool mm-hmm. thank you for your contribution taking the time out to do it you know caring enough to do it wanting to be a part of it yeah i think that's cool man i appreciate it and um down the road i will be on another show uh we have no plans as of yet schedule wise uh it's just kind of talks i've been Asked by somebody who's done radio for many years to jump on their show as a guest. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a blast. I can't wait. And there's a good possibility that he will be the narrator of the documentary, which is great um, if he's able to do it. And uh, I mean, the guy's voice is solid. He's got that several years of experience doing a radio show. Mm-hmm. So you know it's gonna be a good fit oh absolutely so hopefully if it all works out it'll be great and look forward to having you appear on those shows yeah i always love doing guest spots man um it's just it's great i love checking out other people's work and i i don't turn down a lot of guest spots you know what i mean some of them i will just because it's kind of i don't know it's it's not it just seems like it's half-assed. It seems like it's redundant, you know. There's no purpose behind it. It just seems like an arbitrary appearance for the sake of appearing. Or mm-hmm. some people come across like they're they're not putting in effort to create a decent show, but they want you on it because they know who you are and they feel like it's going to get them all these listeners. That's a big turn-off. There comes the point, right, where you can't sell yourself out to be a whore. You have to kind of know when to say no, mm-hmm. you know. And I try to really pick my spots. But there are times when it's like, there's certain things I just can't be associated with because it's not me. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to put anybody down, but we've all heard those shows where it sounds like they could not be bothered putting effort into it. And they just want to piggyback off your name. And I don't know. I'm not into it. No. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, if you're going to attach your name to something, make sure it's something you can be proud of. I feel like otherwise it's irresponsible to your fans. You know, if they're going to follow you everywhere you go and and check out things that you're a part of, and you basically have them follow you and check you out on something that really just doesn't seem like their time is being valued, Mm -hmm. then I'm just as responsible then for fucking wasting my fans' time. Yeah, so you're not about that. No, no, I, I don't like to do that. If, uh, if I feel like the content is never on point and it never feels like they're really making an effort, they just think that, you know, this is an easy way to make money or whatever, mm-hmm. then I don't like to be a part of that. I prefer to be a part of shows where at least they're really giving it their all, mm-hmm. and that's usually when the best stuff comes out. But if someone's just trying to make a buck and like, hey, you got a name for yourself, let's have you on, uh, I'm not about it. No. You know, um, because... It just shows how lazy it all it all is. You know what I mean? Like, you listen to their show and it's recorded on a phone that sounds like trash, and their content is not even it's uh, non-existent. Basically. It, it's not even planned in the least bit. Like, I love off-the-cuff conversation, but when they're sitting there in dead silence because they don't know what else to say, and they've planned like to do an hour show, and they literally have nothing to say, you feel like an idiot. Basically, it's like, why am I here? You just get, you know, get me on your show, ask me to be on your show, but you didn't do any research to ask anything or to fucking have a conversation about anything, and I expect my fans to follow and listen to this shit? No. That's that's doing my followers a disservice, and I can't do that to my people, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I don't know, it, it's just disrespectful to them and to their time, and like I said, time is one thing that you'll never get back, so I don't like to disrespect people's time like that. Well, of course. And you know what, too? It just 
it's not a good look for one's own image or content because let's just say someone recommends like, oh, you got to listen to the show and you check happen to check out that guest spot or episode. You're going to be like, this is what you want me to listen to. People are going to feel like your t- their time's wasted and you may have lost a potential fan. Yeah, there's only a couple times when I will flat out refuse to do a show. And that's either A, like I said, it sounds lazy. It sounds like they don't even care. Mm-hmm. Or B, if I've agreed to do the show multiple times and every fucking time I agree to do it, I never hear back again. Or it falls through. And like they just waste my time. And like they don't even have the courtesy to fucking tell me like, oh, something came up. You're not needed right now, but we still want to work together, whatever. Then I, I just lose interest. If you come back and be like, hey, it's been a minute. You want to do the show? I'll be like, no, I really don't. You know what I mean? You didn't have enough respect for my time to even keep me informed as to what's going on. So mm-hmm. why would I bother? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fool me once, right? If it happens twice, then don't even fucking ask me again because, you know, I, I feel like that's just straight up disrespectful to uh, ask somebody that you know is so busy to jump on your show, and then when they agree, you never fucking talk to them again to say it's happening or it's not. I then I'm I'm just like you're blackballed as far as I'm concerned. Well, I have to agree with you. It's just it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and unfortunately, you know, it could potentially hinder anyone else getting guest spots. Yeah, because then I'm dropping my shit when I'm supposed to have fucking potential guests, and I'm like, oh well, I'm gonna do this guest spot first. Because y'all been talking to me about this for months. And then twice now, it's like, nope. So I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it then. Mm-hmm. If I hear from you again, I'm not even going to bother. You know what I mean? I may not even fucking, even, you know, uh, fucking entertain it. Because, or dignify it with a response. Because it's like, you didn't even have the fucking courtesy to, to tell me that uh, shit happened. You know what I mean? And that's twice? Like, fuck that. I mean, it's better to tell someone something than nothing. Like, right. you know what? I've always said this. Like, you know, I've talked about this in the past. That I'd rather someone say something to me. If it's the most ridiculous thing ever. At least I know, you know. Right. Like, I don't care if it's the stupidest excuse, you know. Like, I don't know. Their cat barfed on the carpet or something. Something stupid. You know, but if At you, least it's, it's a response. Right. If you're not going to give me a, a fucking, you know, heads up that it's off. Or whatever. Or something came up. Then, to me, that's unprofessional. And mm-hmm. I don't even want to hear the excuses. That's only, you know, six months later. So, there's been a couple shows that have fucking done that to me. And I'm like, okay, live and learn. You know, I ain't mad, but... We're not... Uh, we're never going to work No, together. exactly. That's just how I feel. Uh, I, I feel like if you're not professional enough to do me the courtesy of even saying, hey, I know we approached you, and we've asked you, and... Uh, and then we change our fucking mind or whatever. We don't have the decency to tell you. Then I don't know. I don't. I don't respect that. No. And it just makes me not want to fucking bother with you anymore. Yeah. So. And you know what? Really, it's their loss because you burned that bridge yourself. No one handed the la- the matches to you and said do it. So. Right. I mean, you could have all this exposure because then all my fucking fans would check you out and vice may- versa. Maybe yeah. like what the fuck they see or hear or whatever. But you had to fuck around and burn that bridge, and, you know, fine, so be it. It's not my problem. I'll just stick to the shows that are professional, that fucking come to me the right way and say, look, man, I'm interested. And it's not, you know, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, we'll see. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't do that to my guests. I don't be like, hey, I may or may not be interested in having you on my show. Agree to do it and find out if I ever contact you again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's not the way to do things no and i get it some of these some people do podcasting or shows just for fun for entertainment and that they're not looking to monetize and that but still and it's fine it's fine that's great but that attitude shouldn't really carry over when it involves other people right because then it's other people's time that you're fucking disrespecting and again i don't like that no so i don't do common courtesy right you know it's a professional courtesy it's a personal courtesy and I've just run into it way too much trying to do fucking guest spots on shows that don't have the following that I have. And it's like, I have nothing to gain from this. I'm doing this because it seemed like fun. It seemed like, you know, and I'm not so fucking up my own ass that I think I'm too big to do everybody else's shit. But if you're going to fucking do me dirty like that, then I'm not going to consider it anymore. You know? Yeah. It's just the way it's got to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's not professional. Not at all. So, 
it's and it's just on a personal level it's shitty you know what i mean it takes no time at all to message somebody back like you say you're going to and just be like hey man look something came up so it's off cool no harm no foul at least i know you know what i mean but i don't know people feel the need to blow smoke up your ass and try to keep their foot in that door for when it's convenient for them or whatever the fuck the reason is i don't know i don't want to speculate i just you know it it rubs me the wrong way and that's when i say i have way too much other shit going on Mm -hmm. to have my time wasted like this rightfully so man because if i'm gonna drop everything to do your show i'm gonna give it my all i'm gonna fucking really be focused on it I'm not going to seem distracted because my mind's on all this other shit I got going on. I'm going to clear my mind and I'm going to fucking focus on the task at hand and I'm going to give you my best Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do my best to not be a boring fucking guest. And, you know, I clean that slate mentally and I'm ready to do this shit and I never hear back. And then all that time I could have been working on what I have going on, expanding my business further. Yeah. So I don't know. It just kind of fucking agitates me a little bit. I mean, I can't blame you at all. I mean, say you could have used that time to prepare for someone else's show that really wants it. And I think that carries over in all aspects of life. Like, say someone wants to hang out with you. And, you know, they make these plans like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And say, I'll cook this food for you. We'll have these drinks, whatever. And then, you know, the date comes up and it's like, you know, you don't hear anything. It's like, are we still on, you know, and what you're expressing interest and they're kind of just not talking about it. My God, I hate that. Oh, my God. And then the day of like hours. Yeah. um, Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, fuck you then. Sorry yeah. to sound harsh, but it's like, good you know, Lord. I've always said to people, I'll never understand why people go out of their way to say they're going to do something they know they have no intentions of doing. I I don't get it. And that is like a big irritant for me. It literally costs nothing at all to just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Well, it's like they say, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I guess that applies to that. Well, I mean, it's like if you know you're not going to do something. Don't say it. Don't say shit and then you won't have a problem with the person. They won't fucking be mad because you now created this drama because you agreed to do something. You volunteered to do something. No one asked you. You just decided to open your mouth and say, I will do this. And then when the time comes, you knew fucking well you weren't going to do it. So then it, it just really pisses people off. It's like, why say anything then? If I asked you and you felt awkward or on the spot so you agreed, that's different. That's on me because mm-hmm. I didn't convey that to you, that there's no pressure. But if you go out of your way to seek me out and fucking offer or volunteer to do some shit and I agree to it and then when the time comes, you're like, I fucking knew I wasn't going to actually do it. So why did I say anything? Look, man, it's off. Then I get agitated because it's like you could have just shut the fuck up and mm-hmm. we could have avoided all this. Exactly. But no, it's like you feel the need to open your mouth and say something. Yeah, because at that point, it's not even good intentions because you knew fucking well when you said it, you weren't really going to do it. You just want to look good for a moment. You, yeah. You want that recognition. Or is it almost like a feeling of guilt? Like say something bad happens to someone and you're like, oh yeah, I'll do this to make it It better. depends on the scenario. I guess it, you're right. It does depend on the scenario. But I don't know. I just always felt like it was so fucking pointless and inconsiderate where if you just shut the fuck up no one would be upset because you never made plans that you didn't fucking intend to keep right so i don't know that's just me that's my personal fucking pet peeve i guess well it's mine too i think a lot of people can relate to that again you know i don't i don't like to have my time wasted i'd rather someone waste my money than my time money comes and goes and it comes back again but your time is permanent so if you waste my fucking time there's no getting it back, and that doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I try to be very respectful of people's time. Of course. I'm one of those people i got to be early for everything because I don't like people waiting on me. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very seldom I'm ever late for anything. Mm-hmm. And if fucking it happens, I really had no say in it. So, you know what I mean? I try to eliminate possibilities of that happening and fucking be super early mm-hmm. and... and that maybe fucking takes more of my time, you know, but so be it because I'm trying to value and respect other people's time and not waste it. Yeah. I don't like to be a hypocrite like that. So, yeah, you know, when people waste my time, it really agitates me. I could have been doing all this other shit. So that's why I don't like to uh, 
really address whose shows I'm going to be on until it's pretty much in the can. Set in stone, yeah. Because I know how things change real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't want to disappoint people when they're like, hey, I thought you were doing this. And it's like, yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, I know. Surprise to both of you. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I got no answers for you because I didn't get any. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I try to not. But if I have faith in these people and I fucking have never been let down by them yet, then I feel pretty confident in, in saying this is currently the plan. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to happen. So, and I think if they mention it enough to me, it, you know, in this case, we none of us have really sat down ever and say said a certain date was going to be the until recently right so Mm -hmm. with alex he flat out said look we're revamping the whole network and everything else we're ditching one show to kind of create a new one for the network Mm -hmm. and you know starting from the ground up so once we get that established we'll have you on yeah i I don't want to like end the old show with you on it i want to begin the new one right yeah which you know fair enough he laid out the groundwork like this is what's going on i said i don't want to say anything just yet right it just made sense to me yeah you know what i mean uh that to me just seemed fair mm-hmm. so i was like cool so we're definitely going to hook that up uh, i know for a fact he's been talking about it for so long now that it has to happen hey, yep and recently pitched me a date and said pencil us in man and i was like fuck it i'll make it permanent if you're committed to that date so am i mm-hmm. i'll do it i'm flexible like that i'll fucking put my shit on hold because i've been wanting to do this for a while if i like your show i'm definitely gonna make you priority so you know and uh, I've also had a, a page added to the website, to tatnusco.com, of the archives of my guest appearances. Mm-hmm. I thought that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. So it gives the fans like a place to check out other shows that I've been on. If they like the show, then they check it out on their own with you know without me being on it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives those shows an opportunity to gain some more traction and get some traffic and i think that's just kind of cool absolutely it's just my way of saying thanks mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice to have it all in one spot so on the website we've actually embedded links to play the actual shows it's pretty neat yeah, i mean it's not just for the fans it's for me because i care about the fucking appearances i do because i'm honored that they would ask me so I like to be able to go back and find it easily and be like, yeah, man, I was. On. I don't like to forget what shows I've been on and just be like, oh, I've done so much shit in my career that I don't fucking remember. Because then it seems like it means nothing to you. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's an insult to the is. people that gave you their time. And, you know, so I like to keep track of it all. I'm a sentimental cat like that. Oh, I guess. yeah, absolutely. It's pretty neat. So, you know, it's a really neat page to check out and we hope to add more to it soon. Well, hey, like you said two potential upcoming shows and that and i'm like that too i'm a very sentimental person i keep a lot of shit that means things to me in life yeah i mean there's other shows i've been asked to be on as well but time right now is kind of like they wanted me to do it really almost immediately and i'm like man (laughs) got a plan i I really do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like um they liked hearing me on someone else's show and liked what they heard i guess so then they hit me with, like, hey, can you do my show? And I'm like, I would love to. But there's so much going on right now. Like, we really need to plan something mm-hmm. rather than, you know what I mean? Um, I can't always just, at the drop of a hat, jump on a show as much as I'd like to. Sometimes it really is hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will happen. And eventually the Twitch channel will start. And I will be doing some live videos and shit like that. I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know. What do you got going on? If, if anything, you got something you want to... Nah, there's not too much going on. I mean, I've been helping you with this. and Life as a producer. Life as a producer. Well, I'm still working. I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. I mean, um, but yeah, with the documentary, I'm going to be contributing a video clip, maybe a couple clips. We'll see how it goes here. You know, you and I have been working kind of close together, you know, as your producer and that to make this great. And we're actually just starting to get some equipment to be coming in soon and arriving. So we're going to be starting that soon. And I got a filming. question for you that you probably would never be asked. Uh, and you haven't been. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anyone thinks of this shit. So let's put it out there. Mm-hmm. If people got on this whole, like, let's shout out the producer fucking type thing. And shows were looking for the producers of shows to be a guest on their show. Whose show would you want to be on? 
Ooh. Mm, that's... I, any come to mind? Like, could be anybody. I don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, shit. I have to say, I would like to be on Chicken Hen, just because, you know, they just seem so down to earth, and I feel like I could relate. But, man, I have to say... I do like a lot of the shows you've been on myself, like Miguel's show. I mean, some of our interests are not the sh same, so that might be a bit of a challenge. But, you know, anything, really. I'm open to anything, you know? If people want to hear what I got to say, I dig that. That's really cool. I, I mean, you just never hear of the producers getting any no. fucking nods no, to that. No, or love. So I was a little curious, you yeah. know? if Because, uh, I mean, that's anybody. Uh, Rogan's fucking show... Uh, whoever. You know. Oh, you know one I want to say is oh, uh, I'd have to say Jericho, Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah, he's a doozy. I I would love to be uh, in contact with him at some point about mm -hmm. either one doing or Rogan. He yeah. just seems so laid back, and I love watching his shit, especially you know seeing him with like I I haven't seen too many female guests guests on his show, but Misha Tate was a really good one. Oh, he's got plenty. Yeah, he's had plenty. And oh, yeah, but... I find they're really fascinating. But Joe just seems like an easy-going cat to get along with. And oh, for sure. you throw in some weed there, and it's like, man... Oh, I know, that's my kind of shit. Yeah, you, know. you just get so deep in that. Like, I know when I indulge in that, I just... My mind just goes into more detail. I, I watch a movie I've seen, like, a billion times, and I'm, like, spotting things I didn't notice yeah, before. Yeah, that's what it does. Attention to detail. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Rogan would be a solid show. I mean, that's a given. I feel like his anybody would like to do it because it's chill. And, uh, I mean, especially with me and my MMA fucking career, mm -hmm. it would be a fun fucking show. Um, Austin. Oh, yes. Steve Austin's yeah. show. I would love to do. Jericho's show I'd love to do. Um, I mean, I've kind of done the ones I really want to do. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, or am going to do the ones I really want to do. So, I mean, I'm blessed, man. And uh, there's a few others I would like to do eventually, and I'm sure I will. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I think, you know, when I really want to do a fucking show, I get the opportunity. And, uh, you know, again, I don't turn down too many, but there are times when I have to draw the line and just be like, I got shit to do, and this just doesn't mesh with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get on a fucking, like, I... I own my own business and shit, but I'm not going to get on a business podcast because it just sounds boring to me. Yeah. I can't fathom how many fucking people really listen to that. Yeah, to be honest, you're right. Like, some podcast topics, they just seem so limited, or I'm like, why yeah. the hell would I want to listen to this in my leisure time? And, yeah, no disrespect to those people. No, I mean, no, of course not. If it's educational, it has its place and it's, it's great, but mm -hmm. I just feel like, for me personally, as a listener of podcasts, it has to be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Um, or else I just, I'm not really. You're not into it. No, it, it just, it's like talk radio. I just, I can't <laughs> take much of that. Oh, God, I can tell you stories of that growing up, and whenever my dad would drive, I would dread it because he'd put his damn talk show on, <laughs> like talk radio, all that horse shit. Well, because we're from Toronto area, and he drove 40-plus years downtown Toronto and that, so he does need to know what's going on with traffic. This is before smartphones and that. Right. But my God, I'd be in there. I'm like, this is torture. Because, you know, a little kid, you don't want to hear that crap. You kind of slip into a boredom-induced coma. Yeah, and yeah. trust me, with his driving, like, you know, it was like, oh, my God. No disrespect, Dad, but it's like, <laughs> it was torture. Is there, like, an unwritten rule when it comes to talk radio, that you have to have the tone of voice of Ben Stein. Yeah, like, and no, that weird feedback. Right. <laughs> like, no life to you whatsoever. And uh, it sounds like you're speaking into a fucking potato. <laughs> I, I don't get the, the fucking appeal I don't to that. either. And it's just like, especially like the one he'd always listen to. I think, I forget what it was called, but it had that. And it had the stupidest jingle music. It's like, dur, dur, dur. oh my God. Yeah. I, for the life of me, I can't remember it. Maybe it was, it wasn't CTV. It was something stupid. Probably CFRB 1010. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah. My God. My old man was into it too. Oh, but right. you're right. It's just like the unwritten rule of talk shows like you have to be dull boring and just right? lifeless like how do you not fall asleep at the wheel listening it's, to that fucking shit i don't know how the fuck that man did that drove 40 years with that crap my god mind you he was like munching on like sunflower seeds or doing whatever so maybe that's why he didn't fall asleep if, if you're listening to something so boring that eating sunflower seeds is a fucking blast <laughs> my, <laughs> my god 
find something better to listen to. I mean, good lord, but I just hate it, and I'm like, Dad, can we put music on? No, we need to hear what's going on. <laughs> My god, so, I couldn't do it. Oh, at least, you know, when it was all three of us in the car, like, Mom and that, at least she's like, you know, fuck that, we're putting on music. Right. She's like, I'm not driving X amount of time in the car with this shit on. Somebody's got to put their foot down and end this fucking shit. Oh, God, or especially when I finally got my first, it was my Walkman and then, you know, iPod and that. At least I can listen to wherever the hell I wanted. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, shit like that, that kind of show, I would not fit. I don't I don't have the energy toned down to that level to fit in. I would be too fucking lively and probably annoy them because I would be trying to create some kind of energy. <laughs> On a like, fucking show. Oh, God. They'd be like, sir, you need to calm down. Right. That's like, not for our show. So, again, no disrespect to anyone if that's your thing. It's just not for you. It's just something I wouldn't feel like I'm the right fit for. Yeah. I mean, I could talk business all day, but doesn't mean I think people want to hear it. So, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like when I'm going to be on the air... Uh, it, it's either going to be an organic conversation or it's going to be something fucking entertaining. Uh, or else, I don't know. I just can't do that monotone voice bullshit <laughs> and act like, you know, fucking the world's coming to an end <laughs> and nobody cares. Yeah. You know, like so bored and just like blah, 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 blah. It just makes me want to take a nap. Like, I fucking... It does. Or it's just like, I can't even. That's why, you know... I remember, like, my dad, too, you know, God love him, saying, oh, you should listen to that in the morning and that, and he would set it as his alarm. I'm like, dude, I can't have that as my alarm. Like, no. you know how people have, like, a beeping or a yeah. radio? I have just a lively radio station wake me up, because then it's like, I'm going to keep fucking sleeping. <laughs> Could, I mean, if you sound like you would be the perfect fit to be the narrator of a video about paint drying, like... <laughs> I'm probably not going to fucking do your show. No. I just, I don't no. think it's a good fit for me. No. And, uh, you know, so there are certain times where shows I'm going to fucking decline. And it's not because I have a problem with the person or, or the, you know, it's not that I don't like their content. It's just, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know? Rightfully so. I may think that their content is, in fact, educational and valuable to some people. But if I don't really feel like there's a market that is going to be really into it and I don't feel like I'm going to come into it really ready to go and wanting to be a part of it because it's just not my cup of tea well then why the fuck would I do it it's just wasting people's time when it you is. could get a guest that's so passionate about that shit and that makes they fit it great yeah right you know what I mean and if you have a fucking listener base for that all the power to you exactly it's just, I don't know. Uh, you know, there's certain things that I'm not going to really have a lot to talk about, mm -hmm. you know. Um, well, that's like anything in life. If the conversation at hand doesn't really interest you or have some sort of involvement in you, you're not going to say not, much. Yeah, I'm not going to have a big contribution to it, you know, that's going to be uh, worthy of your show. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be that guy that just whores himself out to do guest spots every chance he gets yeah that's not cool man. you know just those faces everywhere like i, I think i'm okay yeah i think i'm on enough <laughs> you know i think so uh that i i don't need to do that so mm -hmm. I, don't, I just try to respect people's shows if i don't feel like i would be a good contributor to it and i'm just gonna kind of fuck it up then or, why bother right if it's not gonna feel natural or it feels like i really shouldn't be there uh, you know, from your listener's perspective, then I'm doing them a disservice by jumping on the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, um, I don't know how much else we got going on. I think that's about the, the fucking gist of it. Yeah, for the time being. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, a ton going on, obviously, so what more can I fucking do? I'm one person and I barely sleep as it is. Mm -hmm. So... What more do you want from me, man? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. But I just thought it'd be cool to touch base and let people know. We're st um, you're still here. I'm still here. And we're trying to get back on a more regular basis. It's just uh, there's been a lot going on, and I'm only one person. But I still thank everybody for checking us out all the time, staying consistent and listening, and who've been supporting the fucking projects and wanting to see it and reaching out, asking if it's still happening and mm -hmm. shit like that. It is... It is, and uh, it's been crazy. Absolutely. I do not have a release date for you yet, but as I get closer to finding that out, I will definitely keep you guys informed, and it will be available on tatnusco.com, 
and DVD form. And eventually might make YouTube. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. Yep. We'll see how it goes. But uh, obviously it'll be sold in DVD format. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe digital download? Maybe. We'll see. Well, I, I, cross that bridge when you get yeah, there. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of things that were possibilities. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, I really don't want to confirm anything until I know for sure. Yep. So anyways... Uh, getting the go home queue here, hitting almost an hour. So, let's wrap this bitch up. Alright, we'll catch you next time. And thanks again for checking everything out, for wanting all the info on the, uh, the fucking documentary and who's gonna be on it and shit like that. And thanks to everyone who's contributed thus far. Yeah, Definitely thank you. appreciate it, man. It's been cool to hear your input. So, we'll catch your asses later, man. Yep, see you next time.